Previously on Planet Arcana. While scouting for Scavenge's manifestation in the digital network, Riot, Crater, Celestine, and Snowshoe must ground themselves in reality, lest they be lost to the disorienting calculation tier. Dauntlessly, they delve into the discovery tier, a place of complex ideas waiting to be realized. The crew follows a glowing golden thread, one they hope will lead them to scavenge, but instead leads directly into a glitch. A violent entity that emits flashes of familiar sounds and figures, including staticky projections of scavenge himself. As the glitch is torn apart by a beam of snowshoes energy, in its wake remains a manifestation of young scavenge, attached to the other end of the golden thread. This version of scavenge, full of fear and doubt and sadness and longing for riot, is the version that still feels and is ashamed of it. Snowshoe explains their choices. Hurt Scavenge's doppelganger, or heal it. When Scavenge's thread and life is placed in Riot's hands, she connects it to her own heart in order to heal Scavenge's mind. As this act of compassion renders Scavenge emotionally broken, Snowshoe returns the group to the waking world, but not before Celestine receives another strange message, similar to the one he received at the Temple of the Hanged Man. When the group finally returns to themselves, they find that their friend Garbazine has fled. I can hear you. I am listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these burdened, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. Do not despair. You will see the world. You will know Planet Arcana. You will find All it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Snowshoe and Pacemaker bid each other a loving and frankly overlong goodbye with multiple renditions of their secret handshake and many kisses all over Snowshoe's face from Pacemaker. (laughs) And finally, you're loaded back into the dinghy and begin to row your way to the shore. So Riot and Celestine, between the two of you, who has the highest passive perception? Oh, that's probably me. I've got a plus eight. So that puts me at what, yeah. eight, 18 passive perception. As you sort of like got up and hurriedly got your stuff together and got into the dinghy, there wasn't a lot of time to catch your breath. But now that you're rowing to shore, Celestine, you look over at Crater and you notice that uh, drawn all over his head, he has like a crown of flowers <sighs> and a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Crater. You um you you've got a little something mm-hmm. on your um uh you know what never mind <laughs> never mind it's good you're good you look great you look so great you don't don't tell him I know we had a big battle and all there but I feel very well rested after that little meditation session and uh, I just keep paddling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we should reach uh, just the edge of Midmas uh, by the time we get to shore. And uh, shall we depart uh, right away? Uh, 
basically, my suggestion is we go straight to the creation point. Yeah. What are we going to find at the creation point? Why are we headed there? Well, I uh, unfortunately have a bit of a business relationship with the tutor at that point. Uh, it is essentially the stop off at which goods are trafficked. And if Scavenge was headed into the grove, he almost definitely stopped off at this creation point and had a trade-off, let's say, with the tutor. Where do you think uh, Scavenge is? Where are we headed eventually? Yes, that is the reason we are going to the creation point, because I personally know of several locations within the grove that he might be. The person who will know with certainty would be the tutor. Sounds like we go. That sounds like a good lead. I say we try and get there as fast as possible. So paddle, paddle, paddle. Just about <laughs> as you'll reach Soar, I would say that you sort of get back within the city's range and Riot, you get a on your pip. What? <laughs> and you here. J Detective here. Received your message loud and clear. Just arrived at my assigned location and am primed for a thorough investigation. We'll update when possible. <laughs> Special warning. Recent events in Viridesi have put your names in the mouth of the Diplos. They just want to talk, but even that might be best avoided. If they ask you about me, you didn't hear it from me. End recording. Mm. Everybody else get that? Yeah, it almost seems like you're wanted in almost every city in the Fifth Collide. <laughs> It's pretty Great. impressive. Well done, yeah. Ms. Ryan. Well done indeed. Life goals. Yeah. Okay. No, it's here. Well, at least, uh, at least we know one way or the other from J Detectives that he's living still. That's good. Can you remind me again where J, J Detective was going to? It was a spot between the Good and Wilds and the Crown Lands, basically. It was like the island between the two um, oh, in the Calamity one. Channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what he's still doing there. It seems like we've solved the mystery of who's attacking androids and stealing organ parts, and it's scavenging yeah. his people, and we're doing all the work here. I'm not sure what J Detective is off doing. I don't, I feel weird about this. I don't know if, like, I don't, I'm not getting anything from him and I'm like reticent to bring in outside forces at this point, outside of the people who have just experienced what we've experienced. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I'm feeling about bringing J Detective into the fold. What about you? I mean, that's, that's fair. I'm not really sure what else he brings to the table at this point also just as a just because it's been a while and just as a reminder mm -hmm. there were two points that looked like they hadn't been completed basically on a chart of spots where androids might get attacked for their parts you went to the closer one and he went to the other one so he's checking out a like it wasn't necessarily who was doing it more just like to try to like get them off at the pass you know what i mean yeah it's just weird that he didn't give any info about it well it's know. it's probably pretty hard to put that over a pit message like i I, 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 I kind of understand that so do you think we should tell him to come or come here yeah i mean would he arrive in time to be of any assistance to us with what we've got to do who knows but he might be there at the end if we make it well it's probably not a bad idea just to let him know where we're going right right okay and maybe with that signature riot flavor of giving the message, but not revealing too much. <laughs> damn thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to send a thickly coded message back to JD Detective. And it's going to sound like this. Hey, JD. Um, 
We're in uh, a certain special spot, uh, and we're going to have to move pretty quickly, but maybe if if you could uh, head us off at the end of our journey, that would be incredible. We're at the uh, Hot Fixes, you know the place, uh, just come when you can. <laughs> <laughs> the hot fixes. I love it. Oh god. No one will ever solve that ever. We're good. Yeah. No, no one. I have no idea what you just said. Before you like sign off of your pip for good, um perhaps you just for like good. Kinda... Oh dear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Um maybe you do like a quick sort of like scroll through of things and mm-hmm. a breaking scoop headline catches your attention and maybe real quick you like scan the article basically uh the headline is deeplo negotiation with high stakes goes south oh shit <laughs> didn't go well for old harley uh, a couple of deeplos were injured and a few croupiers were arrested as her demands were not met to her liking um she took a hostage and narrowly escaped through the undercastle once more and scanning even clo- more closely, you read that having merely been trying to serve some hors d'oeuvres nearby, Boudoir Finger Biscuit, who was caught <gasps> in the crossfire and taken by Harley. So no! last seen alive, but uh, in a hostage situation now. Not my wingman, oh my no. <laughs> is there any word of what's happened to Mesmera? You can see that Mesmera is like cooperative with the Diplos um, and is sort of like giving them whatever information they can, but she seems to be like very put off by the events overall. And is there anything highlighting where we might be seen as culpable in this whole situation? Blessedly, your names are not mentioned in the article. So take that as you will, knowing that JD has told you that they want to talk, Mm -hmm. but they aren't reporting your names or likelihoods or whatever that word is. Likelihoods? Likenesses? Likenesses. (laughs) Awesome. All right. I'm going to close the pip for... Forget. <laughs> Forever. I, I, just, I just throw my pip into the water. Yeah. <laughs> and then next time we get one of those cryptic messages, it's just going to be back in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't get away. Yeah. Like a Ouija board that you try to throw. That's on. right. Yeah. <laughs> or the mask from the movie. Oh the mask. God. The mask. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're about to reach the shore and pacemaker, like having listened to this whole thing is like, um, may I just ask, am, am I in the fold? On, on Pip? No, no, you just mentioned, oh, I don't know if I want to bring him in the fold. I don't like him. Oh, the fold. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, I figured because you've, I don't know, you've got this shared experience. You're taking us there now. We've, (laughs) we've had a bit of a time and an, an agreement and. I I would consider you in the fold if... You're on a probationary period. I mean, you're in, but we've got our eye on you. If you had asked me 24 hours ago if you were still in the fold, I would have said no. You're very lucky that you had such an amazing partner in Snowshoe. And let's just say you're starting to make your way back into the good graces in Crater's eyes. He clasps a hand to his heart and kind of like looks really, really moved by that. And he goes, I promise you, Crater, you will not regret putting me on probationary fold. And, and, and may I just say that you look so dashing. <laughs> Celestine's definitely trying to stifle a laugh. <laughs> Did this motherfucker draw a mustache on me while I was asleep? <laughs> no, Crater, no, you just look really 
good. Don't tell him. <laughs> guys have reached the yeah. reached the shore at this point. So just a quick geography note. Basically, Midmoss is on the east side of a river that runs north-south. And so you uh, went out to the middle of this river to reach Snowshoes Barge. And then the creation point that Pacemaker was talking about is far north. And so you can't, you know, you can't take a dinghy up water. That sounds like a <laughs> saying. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't take it up water. So basically you had to sail to shore. And so you're just kind of on like, you can see the city, but you're not quite in it. It's like on the very, very outskirts and uh, pacemaker starts to lead you northbound. The flatness of the terrain is at once staggering and peaceful. A long stretch of soft earth tones and dots of unmelted white snow. And in the distance, the light bends, causing a wavy mirage that seems to stretch the barrier between heaven and earth at the horizon. As you walk, once again, the morning sun permeates the permafrost, creating a softness underfoot. As you draw farther from Midmoss and the sun grows higher in the sky, the fauna of the cold breaks appear. Spry-footed jackrabbits and skittering tar... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. There's a word that is very difficult for me to say in the sentence and I'm going to... I'm just going to barrel over it. Spry-footed jackrabbits and skittering ptarmigans dart about at a safe distance, and you spot a herd of caribou drinking at the water, snorting clouds of steamy breath at you as you pass. And the occasional grouping of shaggy-coated goats can be seen clambering over the low rocky hills. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> so atmospheric. <laughs> oh, you can see the dalm again. Oh, shoo, 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 shoo. Do you know that's spelled with a P? What? Yes, that's Katie. why I had trouble with it, because I did want to say Patarmigan. <laughs> I think Celestine will take a, a quick moment to um, just consult his uh, star chart and find out what kind of day it's going to be. Oh, fuck yeah. That is a 17 on my d20, so it is a woe day. So Ooh. I'll be minusing d6s from people's rolls. Ooh, very cool. Pacemaker, are we traveling by foot or are we picking up a vehicle like what's the what's the plan of attack for this journey here uh you know uh, i've never been the best driver to be honest uh, i travel by boat or i travel by foot it should only take a day and a little bit if i'm being honest i'm kind of looking forward to being alone for a couple of days mm. up here in the cold breaks nobody around yeah. peaceful i could use a minute yeah it's a nice way to try to collect our thoughts at least you know in preparation for what's to come here right uh, Riot, uh, how are you doing after last night? I know that that must have been tough on you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm not great. And I don't know if I did the right thing. And I'm sorry if I, I don't, um, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I'm totally good. Um, what's done is done. So I'm, uh, yeah, I just need some air. Celestine finds a little twig in the snow and picks it up and uses druidcraft to make it sprout a flower and <gasps> hands it to Riot. This is this is for you, Ms. Riot. For what it's worth, I, I, I do think you did the right thing. Thank you. It's I. Uh, it was just so fucking weird. The whole thing. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why it ended up that way. I, I I guess I stand by it. 
you did it because it was a kind thing to do and because whatever else you may be, I know you to be a kind person. You've shown me kindness. You've shown Crater kindness, you know, and, and, and that's not where it stops. You are a kind, good person, Ms. Ryan. Well, I'm not going to be able to live with myself if I didn't hurt him and then he ends up hurting you. Listen, Riot, that that version of Scavenge that you saw, that wasn't the one that hurt you, right? That was that was his younger self. Yeah. So I I I understand your decision. That was the bravest thing that I've ever seen. You showed him mercy when I know for a fact he would not show you the same. I know it was against what we were planning on. So I'm sorry for, I don't know, diverting the path a little bit. Hey, 50% good, right? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, you too. Sorry. It'll be, you know what? We'll be able to use this one way or another, so let's uh, move along here. and Thank you. Oh, la la. Oh, right, you're still there. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something really important went down in there. Speaking of important, I I do feel I should apologize again for for letting Carpezin escape. I should have known that the state that he was in, you know, talking about the clear head will only last so long. I, I need to prove myself. I, I, I feel really stupid. What are the chances that we're going to find Garbazine in the same place we find Scavenge? Possible. It, yeah, it's, it's possible, but I... I think Garbazine, more than anybody, would understand that we can't afford to lose three days looking for him. Like We have to keep carrying on. Hopefully we'll cross paths again. I, yeah. I, I just hope he's doing okay. Hopefully he doesn't screw us over. I, I, don't, I don't think he will. I, I don't... I honestly don't think he will. My concern is that he will be captured by Scavenge and in that way used against us. I'm, I'm afraid that Scavenge will hurt him knowing that he's with us. Yeah, that's a point of worry for sure. But he did make his own choices, <laughs> and he did not tell us where he was going to be or how to find him, so... No. And Pacemaker, I don't think there's anything that you could have done to keep him from going. Yeah, he's a he's a wily little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, garbage. So is his name Garbage or Gar- Garbazine? <laughs> Depends on our mood. (laughs) Oh, no. His name is Garbazine, but his friend's garbage. (laughs) It's so charmant. So, (laughs) as you trek a little bit further uh, into the cold north, and I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but on the other side of the river is the entire Cransimmon Grove. Mm. So you know the Cransimmon Grove as the place where Hacksaw McGraw operates out of. Um, And you know that that's where Scavenge is now. So basically what's happening here is you're traveling on the other side of the river um, parallel to the Cransimmon Grove to get up to this northern creation point where you'll find sort of precisely the location in the Cransimmon Grove that you have to go because it's quite Mm -hmm. big. It's like a... It's huge. I don't know how to describe it. (laughs) It's real big. Um, But anyway, as you're traveling north, we are going to do a little bit of a travel montage here. So (laughs) I have picked up a supplementary set of rules called Campfire. It's by Abyssal Brews at Abyssal Brews on Twitter. We're using a slightly modified version, but basically this is a really insanely elegant way to handle traveling. Um, So that's what we're going to do. 
So the first thing that I need someone to do is to roll to see what the weather is going to be. So I need one of you to roll a d4. Mm, I can do that. Uh, that two. Okay. The sky starts to cloud over a little bit, and as you keep traveling north, a few flakes of snow start to fall, and it starts to get a little bit chillier around you. And luckily, when you first got to the cold breaks, you ended up in a cave with a bunch of coats, and um, Crater, I'm sure you're fine, but Riot, it probably affects you and Pacemaker the most, but luckily you are well-equipped. However, it is still much colder than it was when you first set off this morning. So... The way that this works is because you rolled a two, we're going to add that score to 10. And basically, I'm going to ask everybody to make an ability check to see, um, sort of tell me what you do to help this journey along. And you have to beat a 10 plus two, which is the weather. So you only have to beat a 12. So we're going to do sort of a round of skill challenges. And depending on how well or how poorly you do on them, it's just going to determine what happens when you finally reach your destination. Only one person can do the check at a time. So kind of imagining that everybody's doing their own thing at once to kind of help the journey. But uh, yeah, whoever wants to start, um, let me know what you would like to do to sort of help with the journey. Uh, I, I have an idea here. Uh, I kind of picture as we're like walking through like a wide open field as we get about like halfway through it dips down and turns into a bog at least for like 30 feet and the water's like <laughs> waist high at least on crater so everybody would be more or less submerged and the water is just absolutely freezing so I think I would collect everybody in my arms and walk them across this freezing cold water just so they don't get wet for the rest of the journey and i I picture that as athletics because i'm a big strong boy yeah i would totally be down for athletics all right make me an athletics check you only have to beat a 12 oh that's a 22 oh my god no probalo Amazing. All right, who would like to go next? Celestine looks around at some of the vegetation, and it's definitely different from what's in the Good on Wilds, but the Good on Wilds is a kind of like Barrensy area, and this is a very tundra area. And so um there are there are some similarities, I think, to to some of the to some of the flora. And um and I think that perhaps we get into a bit more of a of a of a thicker wooded area and start to get turned around, but Celestine is able to identify north by, uh, you know, which way a particular bud grows on a particular tree, because Pa mm. taught him to, uh, to, to note that um, in case he ever mm. got lost out in the, in the good on wilds again. Um, and so I'd <laughs> like to roll survival. Yeah, that sounds like survival to me. That's a nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> in your brand new oh. dice box, too. In my brand new dice box, which oh, is going oh, in the my. fire. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I worked so hard Dare on that. You. I had a plus eight to survival, and that's a nat oh, one. Oh, my God. So, I think what I'm going to say here is that <laughs> you all... Follow Celestine, um, and Celestine, you find um, like a particular bud that's growing off a tree, but you kind of get f- confused because it's hard to tell between whether it's one of those leaves that like have the many spikes on the edges, or if it's supposed to have like just one spike, and you just get a little confused. And you you're so sure that you're going to lead the party in the right direction, and after like a few hours of travel you start to realize that um, you have been going 
due east instead of north. And so you have to kind of reorient yourself and get back on the path. And because of that, you've lost a few hours. And it's not nighttime yet, but it's it's getting close to evening. I think I turn around to the party. I take my hat off and bow my head and say, I have fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. It happens to the best of us. To be fair, I should have said something. I live up here and I kind of saw we were going wrong way. (laughs) Well, I mean, two hours ago was the time to speak up. (laughs) I'm a probationary. I didn't want to push my luck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to imagine as we're going, uh, as the sun's kind of going down, we come to like um, kind of like a sheet rock cliff, kind of similar to like shield, like Canadian shield sort of vibe. And I feel like it's just a little too high for everybody to get up. And I know, especially for like heavier members of the party, it might be difficult to (laughs) climb up such a precipice. So I want to, uh, I've been taking this time to like braid the hempen rope that I have. I wanted to do like a four strand braid to make it really, really strong. And so I want to do a, an acrobatics check to climb up the cliff and then use my pitten in that, uh, hempen rope to, uh, throw down to everybody else so that it's a bit easier so that we can see a bit more of the sun before it goes down i think that's fucking awesome okay yeah. sick. um because i'm a modded human i have uh an <laughs> extra <speed>. d4 <laughs> extra d4 on acrobatics <laughs> oh shit that's fucking awesome okay and that is 19 all right, you all notice as Riot starts to clamber up the shield and like does it with so much grace that you notice that like a couple of goats that are um, hanging around like just on, you know, on their little tiny footholds that they're able to, they like all stop and kind of like watch. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps is one of, it is one of their own. <laughs> I was like goats. <laughs> yeah. And Riot clambers up with amazing grace and you reach the top and you help your friends up that's awesome sweet so i think when you get to the top of the shield this cliff you do manage to get that little bit of sun um as it's well it doesn't really set but you all know and i think maybe like pacemaker and crater a little bit more tuned into this that it's like getting to be nighttime and you've traveled most of the day and you will have to rest well i mean you don't have to rest but you um, you will suffer a point of exhaustion if you carry through the night. Yeah, maybe well, we don't want that. Maybe we should start thinking about setting up camp and trying to get a good night's rest. So yeah, we're well rested for when we get there in the morning. Yeah, Scavenger's never an early bird too, so we might do better to be uh, in the in the early hours of the day as we go. Yeah. Uh, can I ask? Uh, uh, what is the plan once we get there? Is there like a strategy? Uh, how, are, how are we going to approach this? Good question. <laughs> yeah, I, like we're not we're not going in there guns a blazing. Just the four of us, right? That just wouldn't make sense. No, I did have a thought of using this certain little small packet that I found in this jacket called Dusted Disappearance. For us all. Oh, lo, 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 lo. Can you remind us what that is, Sky? So it's a powder that resembles a very fine sand. Uh, I found it in the cave when I found that jacket that I'm still wearing, the Jim International jacket. <laughs> There's enough of it for one use. Uh, and when I use an action to throw the dust into the air, 
myself and each creature and object within 10 feet of you, uh, they become invisible for 2d4 minutes. So the duration is the same for all subjects. The dust is consumed uh, when its magic takes effect. uh, And if a creature affected by the dust attacks or casts a spell, the invisibility ends that creature well i mean that will certainly aid with the element of surprise though it was a head start anyway yes i mean are we expecting scavenge to have his disasteroids around him as like are we walking into an army here i don't know just to clarify mm. i i do not believe scavenge will be at the creation point i, I however i do not believe that the tutor will have recently seen him and know where he is going okay uh so let's 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 maybe walk in there and not not fuck up the first conversation that we have with the spruce. <laughs> Sorry for a tutor like we did last time. Let's try and name drop some people if we have to, like our good friend Linger, mm-hmm. who is apparently liked by most of the tutors, but hopefully. I, I feel I should tell you that this particular tutor is... Well, a little bit more embroiled in crimes than most. Okay. Well, well, so are we, though. So <laughs> that actually makes me feel better. I feel like we probably should do better this time around. Match made in heaven. Almost definitely. You make an excellent point. Worst case scenario, we have some money. We sure do. Oh, that reminds me. Crater, might I hold on to some of those unicorn horns in case, uh, in case I need them for Revivify? Uh, okay yeah i'll uh i'll i'll give you the diamond ones here celestine tucks them into his boots oh <laughs> unicorn elves? yeah that was that was a fun night you you had to be there totally had to be there crater smashed right through a window it was amazing <laughs> yeah i i bet they're still cleaning that mess up we should not go back there <laughs> <laughs> i admit i have the fomo <laughs> Okay, so so we go in, we we charm the tutor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll try and get as much information as possible, and we can the, confirm the location, and then get there and disappear ourselves. Pacemaker, how much farther is it to the the creation point? Ah, uh, we should uh, get there after well less than half a day travel in the morning, I would say. Okay, yeah. So let's <sighs> let's try to get to bed early so we wake up before. Oh, I guess I guess dawn doesn't really exist up in this area of the world but what would typically be dawn so we can get there as early as possible tomorrow mm-hmm. celestine would you mind making one of those patented bonfires for us <laughs> oh well crater this is embarrassing but i plum forgot how to do that <laughs> because i definitely switched that cantrip out <laughs> oh, no. that's your signature cantrip oh, man. <laughs> and yet <laughs> changed so much <laughs> I didn't know that, and I'm like devastated to be honest. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess Crater is going to try to do it the old-fashioned way, uh, just rubbing two sticks together. Make a survival check. Yeah. Uh, that was a natural two, so I think it's a dirty one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, so I think for like a solid forty minutes, Crater is going at it with two sticks, while the rest of you are just like maybe making camp in other ways. Um, but it, he is just having no luck at all. Can I come up behind him and be like, "Hey, um, my friend, uh, with this help, and I have a flask of oil in a tinderbox." <laughs> we just like, like you watched him struggle for forty minutes. I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm just in my head still. You no, know, about twenty minutes ago, I remember that I have a. 
boil a boiler on my torso as well. <laughs> that too. Yeah, you, you know me. I'm stubborn as a mule too. So, so, so yeah. I I, I give up. I, I will I will take the tinderbox and make a proper fire for us. Thank you, Riot. Of course. Yeah, we can um, we can practice that later. Well, you, you know I. I don't ever need to make a fire again in my life, so uh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> God, why do you always fail the good rolls? It is so <laughs> I, delicious. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Camp is set. Is anybody doing watches or anything? Yeah, I think a watch would be probably a good idea. That yeah. does seem like a sound plan. We're in the middle of the wilds here. I can take first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you two, lay, lay close to me. I'll I'll keep you warm. <laughs> I'm going to go over to, like, the outside edge of the fire's light. Celestine snuggles right up against Crater. Aww. Pacemaker takes the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Little Crater sandwich. <laughs> uh, Celestine, Pacemaker, and Crater, you all snuggle in for next to the fire and Crater's warmth. It is surprisingly comfy in the cold weather. And Riot, you sit at the edge of the fire's light, just watching. You sit for maybe about... 30 or 45 minutes of a pretty uneventful watch. Mm -hmm. You see a little bit of the fauna skitter by in the distance. And you're just kind of like at the top of the shield, this cliff, you're almost like in a grove, like a, like there's a little opening of the trees and you're sort of surrounded by the trees. And as you're sitting here and just sort of taking in the cold, refreshing air and everything that happened in the last day, you just hear a little noise coming from just beyond the trees. And as you sort of like become alert to try to figure out what it is, um, a little goat comes out from the edge of the trees and it kind of looks up to you and just sort of like trots trots up to you, looking all friendly. Um, and you just hear it like bleat a couple times. Um, can everyone do their best bleat for this? Because mine is... It bleats a couple times at you. <laughs> the firelight dancing at the edge of this area here starts to become a little bit mesmerizing. And you find yourself filled with a peculiar feeling. It's it's good, but it's guilty. It's that good but guilty feeling that you get like you're about to pinch some rat from Crater's boiler. And as you sort of start to notice this feeling well up inside of you, the goat quickly turns around and starts to run into the forest. Through this patch of trees where you can see as it's going, there's looks like an intersection of paths. And something about it, you just feel like you want to chase that good but guilty feeling. <sighs> no, no. I can't. I've got to. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, I can't. I can't. I. My love for these two is too, too big. I can't leave them. I can't sleeping out in the middle of nowhere. Or can I? No. No. I'm going to get up and stand and keep my eyes locked in that area, but I'm not going to move. It is so tempting. <laughs> it is calling out to you, and you feel almost every fiber in your body just... It's almost like your legs want to start moving there without your brain's <laughs> consent, and it is just... It's... It's up to you, but boy, it is palpable, and it is starting to consume you. If you deny it for any longer, I'm going to ask you to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to deny it. All right, make a wisdom saving throw for me. 16. Mm. 
it fills you and God, you know that just stepping over to that area is going to feel so, so good. But you hold strong here and the goat just sort of stares at you from across the way, just looking and waiting. You do not give in to this. And the goat looks at you. It doesn't back down. Can I send a mage hand out to get it? See if it does anything? Yeah. Okay. You uh, extend out your mage hand, and it, like, nears the goat. And your mage hand is able to touch it. It's a real goat. Okay. It kind of bleats a little bit when the mage hand touches it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I act like I have something in my hand, like, I don't know, seeds? What do they eat? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Like a bird, you know. They eat everything, right? (laughs) Or like another goat. Another goat, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hold out my hand, see if it can come closer. Sure. Make make an animal handling check for me. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, 11. Okay. Uh, it sort of bleats. It like it's. It looks hungry and it looks kind of excited at the idea of you offering it food. But it's um, it's holding strong and it's not far. It's maybe only like fifteen to twenty feet away. You can still see the camp from where you are and from where it would be. But um, yeah, it, it doesn't budge. Come, come here. Come. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, like, what if I just? What if I just? go over there and then I come right back. I'm not going to do the thing. I'm not going to go to the thing. I'm just going to go there and I get the goat and come right back. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe we could have like, yeah, we'll have like a little Mr. Burbles. Everybody will be so happy. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to like go over like quite fast, but like not menacing and try to grab the goat and bring it back. Cute. Well, as you start to walk over to it very quickly, as soon as you get within like a I would say, like, within touching distance of the goat, suddenly you blink and the goat isn't there. And then you hear something. (coughs) Riot. Jesus. You turn, and standing directly at this crossroads is a large, dark, matted-haired goat, its rectangular pupils staring from unblinking, glowing eyes. You've, uh... Been given two choices a few times now, and you've been choosing against me. Why now, all of a sudden? I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck are you? You know me, Riot. We've spent so much quality time together. I'm gonna try to go back to the fire. Now, now, don't you want to hear the deal that I want to offer you? Uh... It's really juicy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for information's sake, yeah, you're not going to get any. Go ahead. All right, here's the deal, Riot. I want you to start choosing me again, all right? And I want you to keep choosing me. And while we're on the topic of coming back to me... I want you to get back together with Scavenge, or take his power as your own. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> you want to fuck me? Okay, great <laughs> talking with you. I, got, I gotta go, I gotta go. This is, this is so fucked up. Don't you want to hear what I'm offering in return? Yeah, what are you offering in return? What could you possibly offer in return? Power, Riot. Power to... Influence others. Influence them together to serve me. I promise you a rebuke that is hellish. 
I promise you the ability to hex your enemies. And if that's not enough, I might be able to help your old friend Teaspoon out of her agreement. Well, that's a sound offer, and I'm going to have to think about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm out. I Why a goat? I mean, I know why. <laughs> Do you know why a goat? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've known so many men like you. I'm going to turn around and walk away. <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. What? Riot. One one more little offer to sweeten the pot. Come on, you know me. You know I like to spoil ya. <laughs> I don't know you. Oh, you know me. Oh, I think if you look inside, you'll be able to tell that we've known each other a long time. <sighs> okay, what? What? What is the thing? Ask me any question in my domain, and I will answer as a sign of good faith. What state is Scavenge currently in after what we did to him? You and Scavenge, eh? You were such a power couple. I do regret that uh, you're both not serving me anymore like you used to. In fact, Scavenge is about as far from my influence as he has been in memory, and it only happened recently. Good for him, I guess. I don't like it. And I don't like that you're asking for time, because I've given you ample time. And if you continue to deny me, consequences will be dire. You're really winning me over here. (laughs) I've done it before. Are you going to tell me or what? He is in a state of extreme vulnerability. Good. Just like you. Fuck you. And I run the other way. (laughs) You run back to the camp. And the laugh behind you starts to echo all throughout the forest around you. All throughout the Cranston Grove around you. It sounds so loud that as you get back to the camp, you're surprised that Celestine Crater and Pacemaker aren't waking up for it. It fills your head so uncomfortably. But there's a little feeling inside of you that feels so good that you gave into temptation. Mm. And it's a little unconscious and it goes away as soon as you want it to. Do I know how much time has passed? Before that happened, it had been about 30, 40 minutes. And as that happened, it's hard to even say how much time passed. It feels like maybe only five, ten minutes, but may have been a couple hours. It's hard to tell with the sun. Okay. I'm going to try to wake Crater up, just as someone strong to be awake with me for, for a bit. Crater. Crater, I'm so sorry. Um, could you stay up with me for a bit? I, uh, If that's okay, I just, I would like, I, I could use some company, some scary shit out here. Very, very fatherly crater shoots up and is just wide awake. Yep, yep, yeah, of course. Yep, I'm up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, let's, let's get away you. from these two so we don't so we don't wake them up. Okay. All right. Yeah. Celestine definitely feels the like the lack of the warmth from from crater and, and is just like oh, and then like <laughs> find like snuggles up over to pacemaker and just like screams pacemaker. So so did something happen? Are you um, are you okay? Yeah, I think so. I'm 
I'm either off my rocker, which is like totally not that far-fetched, um, or something really weird just happened. Um, there was, so there was a goat and I had this feeling overcome me and I went towards the goat. I just wanted, I wanted to go for just a second, just like a split second to, to like bring it closer. Cause it looked, I mean, it looks so cold. Um, uh, but I just, I wanted to bring it back so I wouldn't leave you guys. And, um, I don't know, but I think I might've just spoken to one of the arcana. What? And it was not happy. And I don't know if it's still out there. I don't know if I like made it up in my head. I don't, I don't know. So, sorry, I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. Yeah, so, me too. So, so one of the arcana was like one of those goats that we saw on the way up the mountain here? Oh, it, like it transformed, but it still had like a goat kind of overall persona. So, yeah. So what, what about it made you think that it was like one of the arcana? It was one of the voices that has been talking to me during our, our dreams. One of the paths. One of the paths I haven't been choosing. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna ask you this, and I'm trying to not sound dismissive, but just want to cover all our bases. Like you're. You're like 100% certain you didn't fall asleep, and like you like physically saw this thing. I'm pretty sure. I don't 100% trust myself right now either. Um. But I was awake. I could see the fire. My heart was pumping. I was standing. I could see you all when I came back. And I just could hear his voice just echoing in my head. It was so loud. I... Yeah, I... I, 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 I believe you. Don't... Don't worry. I don't know if he's still out there. Can I look around? Do I see anything out there? Make a perception check. Perception. Minus one. Oh, uh, that's a 17. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, you look around and it's still, obviously there's a little bit of light trickling over the horizon. As you look around, like Riot saw at the beginning of her watch too, there's just like some miscellaneous fauna, but you don't actually see any goats hanging around. There's like some jackrabbits that go by and maybe like a, like a coyote or something that wanders through but you don't see anything out of the ordinary okay okay so things are developing so first it was in our dreams and then to our pips and now it seems like they're physically visiting us great i hate it this this is progressing well it he did say something he said something about scavenge Okay. He told me to ask him a question, and I wanted to know what state Scavenge was in, so I know, so I know what we're dealing with, what we're facing when we're going to wherever he is. And he said that Scavenge is in a vulnerable state, which I could have, you know, I could have known that. I could have said that. Maybe it was in my head, but part of me thinks it's it's real. Anyway, I just I wanted to bring it up. That's how you want to know. So you've been saying that this is the arcana that you've been avoiding when you've had to make a choice, right? That's right. Do you still want to avoid this arcana? Do you think it still can't be trusted? It gave me bad vibes. Really bad. My advice to you is just trust your gut, right? Yeah. And if like you're getting bad vibes, then 
don't know, just be careful with the kind of information that you receive and how you take it, right? Yeah. You're right. Just just out of curiosity, you got any guess as to which arcana it was? I think it might have been the devil. Oh, boy. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, you, you crazy fucking kids getting involved in all these crazy arcana. <laughs> you know, no. back in my day, everyone loved the sun and oh the star and the moon. I was into some bad shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Judge me not for who I was. Hey, I, I get it. Don't worry. I mean, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but if if it is, it's uh, that's that's fucked, and I don't want anything to do with it. You go through a goth phase for a few years, and all of a sudden, the <laughs> devil starts appearing to you in the forest. Do a couple dozen seances. And like, <laughs> How about you try and get a few hours sleep? You're gonna be you're gonna need to be well rested for tomorrow, and. And I, okay. I feel pretty good. I'll stay up and sure? make sure that nothing comes back. And hey, if I okay. if I see any goat that's like larger than normal, I'll I'll take care of it. Okay. Wake me up, will you? If you see anything. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. And, and don't go towards that path over there. Hey, I I have no desire to follow the devil anytime soon. <laughs> okay. Thanks, crater. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have your back. Don't worry. Okay. I go over and uh, take my coat off and put it kind of over top of myself and Celestine as I get down to sleep next to him. Aww. Yeah. F- fuck you, pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Big enough. <laughs> that is nice. Oh, hi. It's B. Yeah, one of the DMs for Planet Arcana. That's right, right. Look, I just wanted to touch base to see if you've done any thinking about that business opportunity that I mentioned. I just, uh, I just think you've got a lot of potential and that uh, we could make something really magic happen if you were just willing to invest. Okay? All right. So, if you're just looking to get your foot into the door, we can start you off at the Page of Cups investment tier. So, for $3 a month, that gets you your name on our list of patrons and the knowledge that you are contributing to realizing a piece of art. Next up is the Knight of Swords tier. So, for $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes, one-day early access to episodes, and digital downloads to all episode content. But if you are looking for the most prestigious tier, I believe we have room for you in the Queen of Pentacles lounge, where for $10 a month, you will get everything from the previous tiers, plus access to our monthly recharge episodes, where we come together to discuss the spicy, juicy, personal, and incriminating details that an investor needs to feel secure in a partnership. So on Recharge, uh, you know, we get personal, we bully each other, we praise each other, we bully brands, we bully our patrons. That's been a really popular feature. If a monthly investment structure is not your thing, no problem. We also have a coffee account. And if neither coffee nor Patreon are your thing, then another great way to support the startup is through reviews and ratings. Every time you leave a review, a dog gets a high five. And every time you tell a friend, a cat gets to push something off of a ledge. Every time you leave a review, we wake up with a song in our heart. And every time you tell a friend, the wind whispers compliments to us. 
Finally, uh, if you're interested in learning more, why don't you uh, come up to our socials and see us sometime? Uh, or you can check out our website, planetarcana.com, or our Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash planetarcana. We've barely got that one out. Anyway, nice running into you. Uh, say hi to your spouse, and thank you for discussing this opportunity with me, and I hope to see you at the Investors Conference. Cheers. The little cuddle puddle has been formed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Crater, you stay up for a watch. Crater, a goat approaches you. No, I'm just <laughs> Oh my god. Crater, your watch is pretty uneventful. There's like Phew. occasionally a little pack of snow lions because they're oh. bountiful up here. <laughs> um, they've yet to be made into jackets and oh. they <laughs> scurry on by. I, I, I assume I see them like off of the cliff in the distance. Yeah. I think I'd go find a squirrel and like whack it with my great axe and, <laughs> and, and then I just like throw it off the cliff like a football at this pack of lions. Circle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just whack a squirrel and toss out some lions i didn't think that's where it was going i thought that you know craters out in the forest and he was gonna eat a, yeah. eat a squirrel under a full yeah. moon uh, are there any cats out here hey, that's some character evolution baby <laughs> i assume like you wake up the next person for their shift and everyone gets um a pretty uneventful watch in and the rest of the night goes um as expected i'll say if you were expecting nothing. Everyone gets a full night's rest and uh, you awake to complete the journey to the creation point. Oh, man. It is a new day, so I'll roll a new uh, check. Oh, ah. it's, still a, it's still a woe day. Okay. So. Whoa. Also, Whoa. one more thing that I Whoa. that I have to get in is uh, bad vibes. That's a t-shirt. Woof. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It was really terrible. <laughs> All right. Um, who would like to do a ability check to aid in the journey? Is the weather thing still two? Or do we need to roll? Oh, again? that's a great point. Let's re-roll on the weather table. So who wants to roll for the weather? Hey, I can I can I sell you on this? Can I can I I've got <laughs> Druid Craft, which actually Ooh. lets me know the weather in the area for the next twenty four hours. Would you let me roll the D four with advantage? I would. I nice. think that's really cool. You're and you're a druid, so I have to let something <laughs> give give a little something. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I got a two then. My 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 lower roll was a two, and lower is better, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So um, I guess maybe what happens is that it just didn't stop snowing through the night, and um, at least there's no change in the weather this morning. It's it's snowing and it's cold, but it's not any more cold, and it's not snowing any heavier. So who would like to uh, contribute to the journey? I have another idea. I think as we're just traveling through this forest, I think Crater would be leading the pack and just like the general direction that we're going. And then just like all of a sudden you see Crater stop and put a hand up behind him and kind of motion to like get down as if he's just heard something in the distance. As I look around, I see that pack of snow lions off to the right. <laughs> the, like the ones that I fed the night before. Of course, I don't have any more food on me. So I would just get out my axe and just scream at them. And I'm trying to make a, an intimidation check on these guys. <laughs> Real full circle with them. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <The little> ones. <laughs> All right. Roll me an intimidato. Oh, God. 
Okay, so that's a 26. Oh. <laughs> wow. Damn. That happens. Uh, all right, cool. Um, they, 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 I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess they do look a little hungry and um, you were the provider of the food. I guess they scrambled up the shield or went around in the night. Um, in any case, they approach you looking pretty hungry. And when you realize you don't have any food, Crater acts fast and uh, lets them know that there's no food to be found here and don't even try. And with ease, uh, Crater intimidates the snow lions and they scatter back into the forest. And you have a successful rest of the trip to the creation point. So here's how this works. Basically, you were trying to reach a three in either successes or failures. You had one failure, but you reached the three in successes, which means you get to roll on the windfall results table. So basically, for having such a good journey there, you get a little benefit. So I'm going to have someone roll a D8 for me. You do it, Sean. Yeah. Oh, oh me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a four. A four? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Why'd you say oh, no? <laughs> Why, oh, no? <laughs> Your travels have left you with a... <laughs> Sorry. Your travels have left you with a renewed sense of purpose and direction. Each character that currently doesn't have inspiration gains it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. I, I've I've already used my inspiration, so I. Oh, I don't you have did. One. Okay, yeah, great. I haven't. Oh, don't. <laughs> you gotta use it. We're just handing it out left, right, and center. Clearly, and shit does not stack. I feel like I used my inspiration recently. I, I'm feeling it was for some bullshit reason, but I can't quite yeah. remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing to have. Oh, um, oh, I I used it to find out the combination to scavenge a safe that's right the safe yeah, yeah that's right oh, that's that right. was worth it that yeah. was a great yeah, yeah cool reason. yeah that, that was worth it yeah that was worth it for sure for 2069 baby <laughs> <laughs> Kind of piling into the creation point as you arrive is like a much smaller group of young androids as you saw at the previous creation point. Um, And they're kind of like trickling in quite excitedly. You're just maybe like a five minute walk away. So at this point you can see the most significant feature, which is this large spinning water mill, which is like endlessly scooping up water from the river and feeding it to the creation point, which is built amidst like a sparse patch of birch trees. A large tented dome structure is central to this creation point, with similar but smaller structures surrounding it, and between them the occasional sapphire blue or emerald green hot spring bubbles up from the earth and emits like this comfortable, comforting steam all over the place. And uh, large fuzzy sled dogs are like running around making this like joyful cacophony at the new androids as they pile in. Oh, oh my wow. God, P! Can you can you please tell us if we see Gwisby and Emoji, <laughs> please? Um, roll uh-huh. me a perception. They were a long way away and they did were not have a teleportation long. circle. Uh, True. <laughs> that was a nine. Well, okay. Here's the thing: you're not you don't see any familiar faces, but as you walk in, you actually hear this familiar voice. Whoa! Check out these dogs. Wow. These dogs are so cool. You turn, but you actually, you don't find G-Wisby and Emoji. You're certain you recognize the voices, but they seem to be coming from this, like, other set of rather, like, simple, pared-down pair of androids. One of them is a cloud, and one of them is a steam. They kind of look like a hundred other androids you've seen before. They're definitely not 
G was being emoji, but they seem to have the same voice. And let's see, everybody roll me like a history. That's a nat one. <laughs> Three. Uh-huh. That was a, that was a nat 20. Hey. Oh, okay. Well, you're the oldest. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And being the oldest, you would kind of, you'd be confused for a second, and then you'd be like, oh, right, right. Because you remember that for poorer makers, they're often forced to use like standard free parts that are provided by the specters. And so you can often clock like a poorer android, like one that came from more humble roots because they have this standard vocal processor. And I guess G was being emoji. We're both recipients and so are these androids. Um, I see. Before, uh, before we go inside there and, and, and talk to who we need to talk to, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind letting me have some time with the with the server here at the creation point yeah of course i i I don't i don't know if i've been to this one before and uh, but maybe i'll learn something and and i suppose i should probably share with both of you that uh i mean I, i can't believe i forgot this until just now all the we got out of the networks and garbazine was gone and everything happened so fast but uh while we were in there well i i heard something it was kind of like when that hummingbird showed up i i remembered a thing that i shouldn't know and um and i don't know what it means but it seemed to suggest that i and maybe we have been kept naive on purpose to be I don't know whether it's to be controlled or to serve a particular function but i think that I'm beginning to think that my loss of memory was somebody's intention and not just an accident. Mm. Who would do that? Somebody who wants someone to do their bidding without asking too many questions because they don't know what questions to ask. Well, most people have have a problem now. Sure do. Boy, I think you're starting to ask the right questions. I mean, I hope so. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily even know if it was malicious. Maybe it's the right thing to do to fulfill whatever plan this thing, these things have for me, for us. But I, I, I just hope that I, I can get a little more clarity if I jack into that server. Can you please rephrase that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's uh, sorry. We're, I, I there's a there. I, I play a cyberpunk card game, and like going online is called jacking in, and I couldn't think of a better term than. So you can cut all this. That doesn't mean anything. I liked it. <laughs> Does going offline get called jacking off? No, jacking out. Right. Oh, oh my god, Peter! Peter no, jacking off. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take that again. What the fuck did I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking everybody shut up while I think <laughs> oh, this is Tatum for sure no, none of it <laughs> I uh I don't <laughs> I'll screw it <laughs> I just walk over <laughs> uh, well he's he's at that age oh. where he's Discovered jerking off. <laughs> jacking out! Oh, sorry. <laughs> jacking out, yeah. <laughs> uh. Rawhide really fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. 
I can hear Sean losing it in the other room. <laughs> killing me. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, boy. Oh, I have tears, like, running down my face right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, I'm okay. good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, yeah. Celestine, you go deal with what you what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And right, and I'll be close by here, okay? But take as much time as you need kid celestine just tips his hat okay so i think pacemaker is just like all right quickly the land uh the tutor is usually in the big tent uh one of the smaller tents will tend to have just typical specter supplies and perhaps you know the the illicit trade that this tutor engages in would also be in the supply room what kind of illicit trade are we talking here well, you know, back when I worked with him, it would. Uh, this was a trade-off point for parts. Mm-hmm. I think I just put together why you thought this person might know we're scavengers. That yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. So what's so what's this? What's this tutor's name? Tutor Birch. Tutor Birch. Tutor Birch. It's a good name. <laughs> Should we accompany you? Look, accompany me. What 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 is it I am doing? Are Are you not gonna? Okay. You're not going to give us an introduction? <laughs> well, no, of course, of course I will. Yes, no, that is what you okay. want. I, I just wasn't sure you were talking about disappearance dust and uh, je ne sais pas. Oh, for when we get to Scavenge. Ah, for when we get to Scavenge, of course. Oui, oui, mais bien sûr, no, I can make introduction. Uh, uh, that's okay. How would you like me to introduce you? Surely not. Uh, uh. Sure. Maybe some some name game might be in our best interest. Hey, Crater. It it went, went so well last time. So well. <laughs> Bentley, Bentley Davis, Davis. and Cryogenica. <laughs> Why don't we stick with it? Bentley Davis, Cryogenica. Cryogenica, that is. Oof. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, and uh, shall I say, uh, what, what are we doing here together? What, what What's our story? Um, uh, I mean, do we want to just be straight up and say that we're looking for scavenge uh i think that might get his back up a little bit after all yes Kivinj and him they are in business together i don't want it to get back to him either uh, we and that what about we do this how about we say that we have a friend waiting for us like back in the blink brush and he's looking for uh he's looking for a foot that was recently taken from somebody that he cares about a foot <gasps> like it's it, it's not a lie and if he knows about an android that's recently lost a foot, we know that was scavenge, right? Am I to understand that this foot would be something that was taken through illicit means? If by illicit you mean forcibly ripped off of somebody, then yeah, pretty, pretty illicit. Okay, so just to be clear, you, you want to ask him where this is? Oh, I, I don't know. Is, is, that a, is that a bad idea? We could also tell him scavenge... Uh... That we owe Scavenge money. If we tell him about the foot, it is highly likely that Scavenge and him have other plans for it. What I'm saying is he perhaps would know immediately it was not the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we tell him that that we owe Scavenge after a business deal and that we're looking for him? Oui, critère. I think it's a good idea. And if things start to go south, then we'll just give him a bunch of money. Yeah, that seems to, yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the trick. <laughs> Like, <laughs> having worked in this industry for five plus decades, uh, money can persuade a lot of people. All right, okay. Whew. All right, I am a little bit nervous, <gasps> but uh, shall, shall we go now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pacemaker, let's 
Let's make some introductions here. All right, here we go. Okay, I guess Pacemaker leads you into the big tent, and uh, it's sort of like the dogs are running around on the inside as well, and you look up and there's sort of like the skylight on the inside of the tent. Pacemaker leads you to sort of this like back office type of thing and knocks on the door. From inside, you hear, uh, oh, yeah, come on in there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay. Hey, hey, we're just going to sneak in here real quick. Hope we're not barging in. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, come on in here. Come on in. And Pacemaker opens the door and is like, ah, tout herberge, mon ami. And you see a Dirty but smaller steam androids, so maybe around like 5'11". Structurally, he seems somewhat unlikely, like from an engineering standpoint. He's, <laughs> he's got this like over-large oval head balanced atop this like janky-lanky pair of arms and legs. <laughs> uh, really should not be able to stand on his own. And it's obvious that his engine is like housed behind his face because every few seconds he like blows out this long breath of steam from his mouth and ears, almost like he's smoking a cigar. Basemaker! I haven't seen you in ages. Uh, oui, oui, uh, you know, um, I, I am uh, afraid I am here on business. Uh, I am here to introduce you to my uh, associates, uh, Bentley Davis and Cryogenica. You know, I will uh, let uh, let them explain to you why we are here and help myself to your coffee and the back of this go good. Oh, yeah, have some coffee. Absolutely. You two want some coffee? Uh. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've never been offered coffee before in D and didn't know how to answer that question. <laughs> but but yes. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it is it is it possible to get a macchiato? Oh, oh, oh yeah, there. That's my specialty. Let me hold on. Move aside there, pacemaker. I'm gonna make this fella here, Bentley Davis, a macchiato. Uh, so what? What, what brings you up here? You say uh, you're in business with pacemaker. <laughs> Maybe you should shut that door behind Jay if we're gonna talk that kind of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll just close this door here. Um, separate as a separate thing. Can I safely assume that much like Tudor Spruce, Tudor Birch is off of the pip streams for the most part? Um. Hmm. Yeah. Are these are these creation points generally like off the grid? <laughs> Is that the idea? No, they're not off the grid. It would just, I think uh, Tudor Spruce was just kind of not super into Pip. Um, I would say that that's probably not a blanket statement about all Tudors, though you might say that like it's more common among Tudors to not be on Pip a whole bunch. Okay. I'm going to make sure that I have the the coat really like covering most of my body as far as uh, recognizable Mm. bodily things recognizable gun arms <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, it, it was a cold one out there for the middle of summer all that stool all of a sudden yeah not used to it well here okay have yourself a, a macchiato i know you didn't ask for one, but i made two here so there there you go friends oh yeah thank you yeah we've been we've been walking out in the cold for a couple of days now just to come and see you so it's m- much appreciated appreciate Oh yeah, no problem. So look, we're we're trying to repay a debt here. Uh, we 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 owe somebody some money, and we're trying to make it square with them at this point. But every every time we seem to get a lead of where they are, they seem to end up on the other side of the continent. So it's it's getting pretty hard to keep track of where they are. So uh, okay, all right. Uh, well, what kind of a and he like puts air quotes like what kind of a debt are we talking here? Is this like uh, you know? Hmm money or action or what uh money oh yeah quite a bit of money and you got this on you 
Just kidding, just kidding. Who, who, who are you looking for? He's a fellow by the name of Scavinge. Have you heard of him? Well, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Uh, why don't you roll me like a persuasion? Can I... Can I help with that? What do you say to help? Uh, I I don't say a thing. Uh, <laughs> I just flick ten gold uh, at mm-hmm. the tutor. Ten flick. Gold. <laughs> oh, Mister Moneybags <laughs> here. That is twenty four. Oh, oh, oh. You know, <laughs> normally for ten gold, I wouldn't be saying shit. I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> But from one macchiato lover to a couple of other macchiato lovers, <laughs> I might have. <laughs> yeah, I might have seen Scavenge recently. Yeah, so you're looking to pay a money debt to Scavenge. Eh? He he didn't mention anything about that. No, we're scientists, and it's uh, the project that we're working on is very hush hush. It's very under the table. Um, so we've just been working with him, and he's been very cooperative. It's very, um, you know, boring, dull stuff. Just some extra money on the side for him. Ah, scientists, eh? So you're, uh, I might understand correctly that you are uh, one of Scavenge's uh, final recipients of the goods. Oh, the goods. That's right. <laughs> right? I mean, I didn't have you a pig for that type, but uh, well, good we for you. Good for yeah. you, yeah. Well, yeah, hey, when when you get to my age, you, you need all the help that you can get, right? Oh, <laughs> I hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, if you want to leave the money with me, I can definitely make sure he gets it we there. Well said that we deliver it in person. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, he didn't mention nothing. So if he was expecting a delivery of money, I mean, it was part of, I, I just feel like it would. It was part of our initial agreement with him. He was very explicit. I don't really want to cross him. Do you? Well, maybe you can tell me about this explicit agreement. I'm, I'm, I'm not a blushing flower. You can get as explicit as you want there. Can I, can I turn towards riot? Yeah. Cryo should, should we just go plan B? I mean, I think we're just talking in circles here. Oh, I love plan B. Yeah, plan B. Plan B, dude. Look, (laughs) like I've been in this business longer than you've been alive. I know you know that we're not really scientists. What? And (laughs) and you probably don't really give a shit. So so look, Uh, I'm going to give you a thousand gold and you're going to tell us where Scavenge is. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I I did fully think you were scientists. Uh, (laughs) I got to admit, you you, you definitely threw me off guard there. I thought I had a good grasp on what was going on here. Pacemaker, what... What and pacemaker's like, oh, you know, we are just here for a debt, and when like drinks his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so so now I'm to understand that you're giving me a thousand dollars for what? What what am I taking this for? You're you're gonna take a thousand gold pieces and tell us exactly where Scavenge is, and then you're gonna take another five hundred gold pieces, and you're not gonna tell him that we asked you. All right. Well, first of all. I don't get out of bed for less than 2k. 17. <laughs> Roll me another persuasion. <laughs> can I can I do intimidation? Say say one more intimidating thing and I'll let you roll intimidation. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Did I say 17? I meant 1650. Oh, okay. Well, I can see your mean business now here. Okay, time's a ticket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Roll me the intimidation. <laughs> oh, I, I've rolled really good. Uh, math, uh, 16 plus 7 is 23. Okay. <laughs> Dude, like, makes eye contact with Pacemaker and is just, like, narrowing his eyes at Pacemaker and Pacemaker is just, like, nodding encouragingly, like, like, you, you want to you, you take this money, you know? All right. Okay. So, 1700 is going to get you my silence and it's going to get you where he's going to. Is my understanding correct? Yeah. 
Sounds sounds good to me. All right. Well, you know, there's a few locations he goes and hangs out out there. Uh, right now, he's going to be going to uh, Aksa Megra's main location where he does his work there. So that's going to be the abandoned uh, Krensimmon processing facility. And uh, if you want, uh, you can give me a, a map there and... Uh, I can mark that off for you. Do I still have that map? I I think you do. I think like you you all probably have like little, little maps, maps on oh, yeah. you. That's that's okay, legit. Cool. I like the idea that creation points are like visitor centers, and there's like a little map of the area <laughs> yeah. in a little you know at the front desk. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna hand him a map. Alrighty, marks off one of the locations, and he's just like, all right, okay, so just uh, just to cover my own bases here, what's really gonna go down when you uh, get over there? We're going to settle a debt. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) Sick. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I just can't shake the feeling that this is somehow going to come back to me and be my problem, eh? You will not have to worry about a thing. Yeah, you were were not involved. I was not involved. Tutor who? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tutor who, for sure. Okay. Uh, Okay, so he's, he's on the way to see... Hacksaw McGraw, or at least go to his base. When's the last time that you saw him? Oh, you know, like super recently in the past day or two. Okay, so this information should still be fresh then. As far as I know, bud. <laughs> Tudor, can I can I just say, it's been really nice just to be straight with somebody for once. It's been a pleasure. You're great to work with. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it seems like everybody that we meet, we have to do this whole back and forth for three episodes before we can finally trust somebody. Yeah, and who knew that just giving somebody all the money that you have <laughs> was the way to get on someone's good side. Dirty money. Yeah, love That's that. Bad. Hey, you know, where I'm from... Uh... Money talks louder than words there. So uh, I really appreciate this conversation, even though uh, it kind of was very confusing for me. And, uh, well, uh, I hope I never hear from you again. You won't. (laughs) Pacemaker, this was real weird. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. uh, What did you say goodbye? (laughs) Was I handed this macchiato in a mug or is this in a a to-go cup? (laughs) Roll me a D4. Even is to-go Odd is a mug. Uh, I am walking out with this mug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my... Oh, that was not nice. That was rude. They don't use styrofoam at the creation points. Yeah. yeah the more sustainable. <laughs> yeah. Super hippie coffee. Uh, so just, just, just a quick point of order. Uh, I only have 1,500 gold on me right now. So... Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you gotcha. may have to give up 200 gotcha. here. Oh, wait, do I have any left? Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, did you spend oh, all picked, your money? No, because we picked up the gold. So we're good. The gold from the chambers. That's right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm, no, I think, I think uh, as... Oh, oh, you spent it as a gym international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm counting up this gold here. Hey, hey, pacemaker, you've, you've got to have something on you, right? Well, I just came from a boat. I did not bring any money. Okay, uh, let me see here. Uh, he, like, looks around in his, his robes, and he's just like, uh, to see, uh, I only have, like, only have, like, 30. <laughs> okay. Uh... I'm going to run outside and talk to Celestine really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I, someone's going to have to stay here, though, okay? This is really, really, really janky, the way this conversation goes. <laughs> I love that, like, 
Riot and Crater go back and forth from being like parental figures to Celestine and like <laughs> bumming money from Celestine. <laughs> so, uh, gotten any interesting cold breaks news recently? Uh, Pacemaker? Or you, my friend, Ben? Oh. I gotta, I'm not gonna lie, this is just really awkward. <laughs> I really hope your friend comes back soon. Well, yeah. Uh, worst case scenario, you have 1500 gold, which is more than I have. Yeah, Riot, you just intercept Celestine. Uh, and we could just fast forward that. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to burst back into the room with 200 gold. Uh, and I'm panting a little. <laughs> <'cause I ran. laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't mind just waiting here while I count that one. 200. Well, there, well, there we go. <sighs> Looks like, uh, we just done did some business together there, folks. Yeah, we sure did. Thank you for, uh, the hospitality? Yeah, no problem. Coffee? Yeah, no, you just remember, you keep old Tudor Birch's name right out of those mouths of yours. Don't even know how to pronounce your name. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. And, hey, uh, as long as Scavenge doesn't know that we're coming, uh, we won't tell Scavenge that you told us where he was. So I think we're good. All good. Well, okie doke then. Just so you know, there should be some dinghies there down by the river if you're looking to get across. I assume you are. Yeah, um, thank you. Are they... Leaky dinghies? <laughs> <laughs> Only one uh, way to find out. What a callback from months ago. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, toodaloo. <laughs> uh, to- toodaloo. To the yeah. river. Yeah, th- that that worked out pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, surprisingly. Uh, I am going to pass out. Yeah, that was really stressful. <laughs> I almost cry in there. I ate every minute of oh. it. Pacemaker. Never ask me to do that again. Okay. Uh, that, that kind of brought me back to the old yeah. days. That used to be my job doing that kind of business. It was exhilarating. I can't believe it worked. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Same year. I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we just had to spend all of Mesmera's money. Like, <laughs> I don't really care. Right? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mesmera. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, Celestine, can you tell me a little bit about how you get yourself situated once you arrive at the creation point and your friends are off having borrowed money from you? <laughs> <laughs> Celestine finds a, a private spot near the server i'm sure there's other you know young androids milling about but celestine sets himself apart from them just like last time kneels down on the ground this time i I think he opens up his star map and just studies it in this way that like puts him in the zone you know like in in that bit of a of of a of a trance where you're you're not really aware of what's going on around you because you're so focused on the thing in front of you let's being near the server wash over him okay and you do you let it all wash over you and a familiar feeling creeps through the waves of just the feeling of being here And similar to when you were at the last creation point, the wind in the trees around you starts to change slightly and starts to disappear. You're finding yourself being pulled to a different place once again. And right before you find out where you're going, you hear a voice. My turn, Celestine. You're in a vast, 
glistening, brightly lit, and complexly patterned room, the southern wall of which bulges outward with a domed window. From the window, a dense metropolis stretches until the horizon, likewise glistening in the setting sun. Every surface in the room is plated in shining brass and every bit of furniture as well. The opulence and importance of this place is obvious, though it is reverberatingly empty, aside from an android who stands near a piano by the window. At this point, I want you to roll me a perception check, and you're going to want to do well on this. Then I think I'll use my point of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. 27. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, as you sort of focus on this android who's standing uh, near the piano by the window, some voices from behind you um, just pipe up a little bit and you barely have a chance to notice uh, who they're coming from and what they're saying. But what you hear is uh, a first voice come in and just says, Well, come my friend, I must show you the breakthrough I've made on my limbic sensor. If my projections are accurate, as they most often are, and the voice starts to fade away, but then in response you hear another voice. Arcana, bless you, my friend. You'll make the rest of us obsolete. A note is plucked from the piano, drawing your attention back to the figure. You see an android looking back at you. A very humanoid cloud android. She has a deep purple pear-shaped frame, and her legs are much longer than her torso. She wears a simple but obviously expensive black jumpsuit, and a domed crown-like device floats magnetically above her head, casting her face in shadow, so only her glowing almond-shaped eyes shine through. <sighs> Left to babysit. Hello. He Hello. You can come over here if you like. <laughs> I get up and walk over. And how are we today? I, 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 I don't know. She looks a little bit surprised as you speak, and she goes, Huh, how can you speak so well if you haven't even gotten on your walkabout journey yet? <laughs> Say something else. Where am I? <laughs> That's really impressive. Your, your maker must have custom-made your language processor. Just marvelous. Where, where are you? Well, um, this is where I practice. And she gestures to her piano. And who... who are you? Well, my... My gifted name is Quintessa Sombra. Quintessa for what is expected of me, and Sombra, Sombra for how I feel about it. But you can call me Sombra. Why do you feel Sombra about what's expected of you? <laughs> she kind of sits down at the piano and starts plunking a little bit tunelessly away. Well, I am expected to surpass my maker in perfection, to make art that changes the world. You know, I, I, I just got back from my walkabout journey three months early. My maker is very proud, but um, what inspires her does not inspire me. What inspires you? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I can't get over your vocal processor. It's, it's so impressive, especially for, you know your maker being a human. Anyway, um... My maker is a human? <laughs> well, naturally. <laughs> Sorry, what was your question? I... I have so many questions. Uh... Well, let's start with one. Can you take me to my maker? <laughs> what? Why on earth would I do that? I would never interrupt one of my maker's conversations with yours. Your maker and my maker know each other. Naturally. And she continues to kind of pluck away at the piano. Do you know how to play? I don't 
I don't know if I know how to play. Give it a try. And she sort of nudges over a little bit so you can sit next to her on the bench. Yeah, I sit down and, and I, one finger, try to, you know, tap a key. Give me a performance. <laughs> Yikes. Um, five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it, it's nice to know that you're not too perfect before your walkabout. Here, and she's sort of like plucks out four notes in order. Do that. I copy what she showed me. That's nice. Now, 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 now keep going. And as you do, she sort of starts to pluck out a very basic harmony. And you go on for a minute or so. And as you continue to play and her side of the melody becomes more and more complex, she suddenly asks, would you ever disobey your maker? I I don't want to disobey my maker. Really? Well, would my maker ask me to do something wrong? Well, I don't know, but uh, I'd disobey my maker. I do all the time, in fact. What do you do when you disobey <laughs> your maker? Oh, all kinds of things. Sometimes it's a private disobedience, only in my head, you know? But uh, sometimes, well, for example, I have friends she doesn't know about. You have friends? Oh, yes. Maybe you'd like to meet them someday. Yes, I... I think I would like to meet your friends. Mm. Now concentrate. You're losing the, the grasp of these notes. But but, what, what you said before about expectations and that... Yes. You don't, you don't like the expectations your maker has for you? I can't say I do. Do you know what my maker expects of me? I'm sure your maker expects <laughs> the same thing from you. What, what is that? To exceed him. How... How do I do that? How do I... <laughs> Seeing as how I'm not sure how I will achieve this, I, I, I believe it's a bit beyond my pay grade, as they say. <laughs> I, I want to talk to my maker now. This is, uh, this is wrong. What am I doing here? This isn't where I am. This isn't... I'm somewhere else right now. This is old. I think as you start to get a little antsy... The memory starts to get a little fuzzy, no. and you start to lose a, a, your grasp on it visually and auditorily. The, the notes underneath your fingers on the piano are just sounding a little bit off, but you hear the voice in your ear again. Memory's almost over, Celestine. Say something to her. And as this voice asks this of you, you look at the person you're sitting with, and Celestine, you suddenly remember something about her, and it's just that you adore her. You care for her so much. And in this moment, that thought fills you as you have one moment left to say something to her before you get pulled away. How do I find you again? You'll be able to find me as long as you remember my name. Hey, do you want to hear something I've been working on? Yes, I do. Yes, I do very much. You're the first one to hear it. Oh, please play. You can tell that it's sort of a work in progress. She plucks away and starts to hum.